Hi, this is Alex Helmbrecht, and I'm joined with Daniel Binkert, my co-host, as always, and welcome to The Farcast. Our guest today is Christine Fullerton, one of the uh, one of my great friends here at CSC, and also, I'm not afraid to say this, the best librarian I know. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Christine is a public services librarian. At least top three. Well, you got your top 10 at least. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for those who don't know, Christine is a, a public services librarian at CSC. Um, That's right. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself, Christine. How long have you worked at CSC? And, and what are some of your duties here? Public services librarians, kind of like... Yeah, what does that mean? It's kind of like our title. It's a little vague, but yeah, is probably Yeah, a little nebulous. Um, so, yeah, I've been here. Let's see. I came here in 2006... Um, so coming up on 17 years, I guess. I actually moved here the weekend of the fires. Oh, that's a good weekend oh, to come geez. in. Yeah, uh, crazy yeah. time. It was it was a weird time. It was weird to kind of be unpacking your your truck, and then I thought, oh, are we going to be down at WNCC? Is the campus? Luckily, that didn't happen. But mm -hmm. but yeah, so that's that's an easy marker to remember. Oh, yeah, exactly definitely. when I started definitely. was the Monday after the fires. Um, so yeah, so I do, I do reference, um, which is basically helping people with doing research, um, questions about citations, things like that. If people want to check out a book and they want some suggestions, I do that. Um, another thing that I do is I do some instruction sessions. So going to talk to classes and, uh, showing them how to use some of the databases, talking some about like research strategy and those things. Um, and then probably one of my favorite parts of my job is doing interlibrary loan, uh, which is a lot of fun. It's where we can get books um, for our patrons from other libraries across the nation. Um, occasionally, I'll get stuff from overseas. There, there was a professor, T. Smith, was doing out some stuff from South Africa. And so that was fun to, to try and track that mm -hmm. stuff down. And, um, and then also we'll lend to other libraries. So it's, you know, a nice system, a nationwide system that that uh, I really enjoy doing. Yeah, that's cool. Now, you mentioned citations. Sure. The bane of, of many students' existence, probably. Yeah. Um, but why is there so many different versions? You know, there's MLA, APA. What's the other one? Like Chicago style? Chicago style. I think uh, the, the Geological Brooklyn, Brooklyn Society. Style. Basically, any type of pizza. Yeah, Turabian <laughs> uh, Geological Society. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, you would think at some point somebody would try and standardize codify it. and standardize yeah. it. Um, I I don't know. I've never really had that question before. I've never thought about it. Well, but I mean, it would be easier. So I was an English major, and when when I went through my undergrad, we did MLA. Yeah. And then you transition into graduate school, and you have to do APA. Mm-hmm. And um, I, the transition hasn't been very smooth. Oh. <laughs> well, but I bet you've noticed that, uh, well, because you probably kind of knew it, you know, off the top of your head at yeah. then, but... Um, there's a lot of new tools mm -hmm. for citations. Like if you look into EBSCO, there's there's the tools on the side, and you can just yeah the computer will pretty much generate a perfect citation for you. Oh, yeah, which I is take advantage of all that technology we've got. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. You get out of the dark ages. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it depends what resources you're using, but but generally most of the databases are going to put it in order for you, and then you just have to double check it. But I mean, such a time saver. Yeah, so. no kidding. No, good tip. Yeah, I figure the nice thing, Alex, these days, um, most of our citations are either Wikipedia articles or YouTube videos, so we only have to learn those two styles. <laughs> There's really nothing else. <laughs> uh, we need the, like, the disclaimer on, do not do this at home. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, and I always think Wikipedia is an awesome starting point oh, for, sure. for research. I'm not someone that thinks you should never use Wikipedia. It shouldn't be your ending point. But yeah. if that's where you want to start, I mean, it's just an encyclopedia. And there's all these studies that show it's, it's just as reliable as Britannica or any of the other ones. And so um, I think especially when you're doing some college research, uh, when you dive into the databases and some of the books, it can be so weighty and you just, it's hard to kind of get a foothold. Yeah, that, And so indeed, with Wikipedia, that. I think it's great. You can get some search terms. You can get like a little bit of a background on, on uh, the subject. And then it's just it's just easier. So, yeah. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Like you said, good starting point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Just don't end there. Oh, that makes it a lot more work, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, Christine, um, tell us a little bit about your background. Where did you go to college? How did you get into this library business? Sure. Yeah. So um, I grew up in Omaha, and um, I went to UNL for a few years or a year and a half or so. Um, and then I finished up at UNO um, in Omaha. And um, I was a sociology major. I was sociology with an emphasis in inequality. And, you know, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do after I graduated. Um, And so I took, I think I ended up taking about a year off between um, college and graduate school. Um, But after I graduated, I kind of thought, well, what do I want to do? And Um, At that point, UNO had a master's in sociology, and so I was kind of thinking about doing that um, because I really liked the the research aspect of that, but there's no jobs in that, really. I mean, maybe. Probably a smaller field to get into. But, yeah. (laughs) I mean, mostly if you're going to do sociology, you're probably going to teach or or maybe do some research. Um, So they ended up phasing out that program, like, right right when I would have applied for it, and I thought, you know, what else do I like? And um, I talked to some of my professors, and and I thought, you know, I, I really like research. This seems like library science seems like a good thing for me. Um, and so I applied. I applied for some schools, um, got in, got some got some financial assistance, which is always nice, and uh, decided to go out to University of Pittsburgh. Um, I was a pretty big college basketball fan at the time, and they had a good basketball team. Oh, so nice. And, uh, you know, it was a well-rated school, and, um, you know, just kind of, I feel like they kind of did a master class of recruiting me. Um, you know, I went there, and they had, like, a whole day lined up, and it was just it was just wonderful where, you know, I could go sit in on classes, and I met professors, and then I also met students, and, you know, they talked to me about job opportunities that I would have there. And, uh, you know, so they just really did a nice job of making it feel very, very much like home. And, um, yeah, and I just liked the area and just seemed like a good, a good place to be. So, so that's how I ended up out there. All right. And then, um, and then I do have a second master's from University of Denver too, um, which I did while here. Um, uh, it's, what is it? It's like liberal studies with a concentration in global affairs. I should know that, but it doesn't roll off the tongue. Really. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> it's know? a weighty subject, though, and yeah. certainly uh, it, it kind of lends itself no matter what uh, period we're in. I mean, mm-hmm. look at uh, the way the world is going right now. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting times. Mm-hmm. For sure. So what made you want to get a, a second master's degree and, and maybe not pursue a, a doctorate? Yeah. Um, you know, for, for my profession, it's just generally more um, encouraged to be a subject specialist. So the people that will get uh, 
a doctorate are generally people that are going to be deans of like R1 libraries, so the big research libraries, um, or people that want to teach um, library science. So that just wasn't really my career tra trajectory. Um, I, you know, and I'm not even sure, you know, the, the DU degree I could do from here, I didn't have to relocate mm -hmm. or anything like that. So yeah, that always um, helps. yeah, I don't know if I, I mean, at this point you could probably do a PhD online from, from some places in library science, but you know, at that point, this was probably about eight years ago that I did that. So eight to 12 years ago. Very nice. Yeah. So there might be a few misconceptions about the library. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you, you have to be quiet or, or things like that. Uh, but it's really become a hub of activity on campus. Um, and I think that you've been able to witness a lot of that firsthand. Uh, talk a little bit about that. What, what, are, what are some of the programs that, that you try to bring in or that your colleagues try to do? And then just about the library in general. There's a lot of different nooks uh, yeah. underneath that one building. So sure. talk some about that. Yeah, I mean, I think um, one of the things, and I know you've done some videoing of it, is yeah. uh, the Graves Lecture. And that's, gosh, that's probably... Was it 2006 or even pre-2006? Uh, it was probably about 2007 or so because it, okay. it launched while I was here. And so it was probably about 2007, 2008. So Milton and Sean really got that yeah. off the ground. And Sean is doing a great job mm -hmm. continuing that. And um, I think a lot of times they're meeting over in the atrium now. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's sponsored by us and it's a good you know, a good intellectual pursuit for campus. This is where we link to our Graves presentation. Well, oh, mine, we, yours isn't online, right? I didn't record <laughs> mine, but we've got a whole playlist, yes, which will go. be linked down yonder there. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have recorded a lot of those Graves lectures. Um, yeah, well, it's certainly been a, a, just a wide variety of topics. Probably the best one was Daniel Binkard uh, talking about photography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe it was Helmbrecht on sports information. That's one of my favorite ones. I think about that one all the time. It was you election did a good job night. With that. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep, election night 2016. Uh -huh. Went into that and day. those are always like stressful nights and you know so it was just yeah. nice you yeah I mean you were so um, I mean you're always so effusive about people that you care about so you know listening to you talk about Khan and Justin and everybody that helped you get to where you were and and Brittany and Bridger and you yeah, know it's just yeah. uh it was a nice night it was yeah, a nice was night fun. to not sit at the TV and just just hear you talk about sports you, information. Yeah. You did that later that night and <laughs> cried yourself to sleep a little bit. But <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But anyway, we got off track. We did. Yeah, what what else are some of the other programs? <laughs> the Gray's Lecture? Yeah. Uh, one of the other ones that, that I like that we've done a lot was we've done art in the library a few times. Um, so I think we're on our third cycle of that. And what we've done is we've just bought some canvases and some paints and worked with RLA to sponsor a program. And then we do a rotating student gallery. So, you know, you don't have to be an art major. You don't have to have like grand ideas of what you're going to paint. You just have to come for that two to three hour window and paint something and let us have it for, you know, eight months. And we, we hang it up in the rotating gallery. And so awesome. that one's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we've also done some uh, what I very colorfully called Fun Fridays. It's very, very creative. Alliteration is, is key. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I had gotten that idea. I went to um, an interlibrary loan conference down in 
I think that one was in Estes Park, maybe. But uh, they were talking about this program in Spokane at a public library, and it was like late nights at the library, and they would have guests, and it was this whole talk show. And I kind of ruminated on this for a few years, and or maybe a year, and I thought, you know, we're never going to do something like that. But we could do, like, programming in the library. And like you said, kind of break down some of those misconceptions mm-hmm. about the library or just get to see the library in a different light. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've done quite a few with those. We've done um, – we did live-action Clue, which – uh, Will Nat- Will Atnip, one of the one of the RAs at the time, really put it together and did a great job. Um, we did Camp Library, which was a lot of fun, where we had um, students could play werewolf, or we played werewolf, and then students could play um, sardines. You know that game? It's like hide and seek, except one person is the the hider, and then you all have to converge about around them. Oh, interesting. so we did that when it was pretty dark. So that was a lot of fun. Inside the library? Yeah, just on second floor. So, oh, okay. So on the first floor, we had some tent setups and, like, you know, books and all of that. You could go in in the tent and read and mm-hmm. just kind of hang out. And we did Werewolf, um, that kind of card game. And we had s'mores, you know. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Yeah. Um, so that one was a lot of fun. Um and then we had a lot of leftover s'more stuff. So midterm, midterm break right before midterm week, right before COVID, we had surprise s'mores at the library where we just set up a microwave and what? microwave s'mores for students. Those are the good times. It was like a week yeah. before COVID. It's like two weeks later. It's like, oh, geez. Yeah, it feels like a million years ago. It really it does. <laughs> just preparing food for people. It's yeah. like, here you go. It's a plate. I'm I'm glad you mentioned midterms because I think it's always really cool and and I'm I, I'm sure other colleges and universities do this but the library sh- shifts its hours midterms and finals week well maybe uh, not midterms but finals. definitely finals so we do finals in the week the week before finals yeah where um, they'll st- you'll stay open until like ten eleven at night right uh, so normally Monday through Thursday we're open till ten anyway mm-hmm. um, and then on Sunday we're open till nine. And then uh, the week before finals and finals week, we'll stay open until 10 on Sunday and then midnight, Monday through Thursday. Um, We started just kind of with a pilot swinging out uh, or trying out finals week. And then we found a lot of times the week before finals was busier. Um, A lot of times there's group projects. And so people need a place to converge and work together. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so we so we've done it for those two weeks. And yeah, works pretty well. Well, I, I love seeing all the groups over there working because when I was a student here, and probably similar to when you were, uh, the chairs we're sitting on right now came from the library, and that's yeah. where everything was. And they're, they're great chairs and not the most comfortable in the world. And, um, you know, stacks on top of stacks. And, and yeah. so a lot of that is, has shifted, and, and now there's very comfortable chairs, I'm, I'm happy to report. Yeah, I mean, I think there's comfortable chairs on every floor, but, you know, second floor probably looks pretty similar to to when you were a student there. Yeah, there's a computer change. lab in the fishbowl. Yeah, that's here. true. But yeah, other than that. That's true, but the stacks are still up mm-hmm. there. But uh, people that have come in the last 10 years or so that have graduated 10 years ago and haven't been here, they come in and they're just like the openness of yeah, the first floor definitely. really blows them away. And, and how many different entities are there now? You mm-hmm. know, we've got the learning lab and transitional studies and um, career and academic planning services and and uh, the the IT help desk, Progress Drive Trio is there. So there's a lot of different, you know, good student support. Yeah, that's great. Things to see. in the building. Yeah, and the food pantry too. Yeah, that's there now. Too. 
Well, let's talk a little bit about that and that kind of thing. As you've mentioned a few of the uh, activities that are associated with the library, is there anything else that comes to mind as a memorable thing that, you know, of the past or still going on that's that, that you've been working on or has kind of grown out of uh, that, that library as its home base, if, if the food pantry is certainly one of those? Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, the food pantry was an interesting one because I think that idea had kind of been kicking around on campus a little bit. Um, and, you know, just the timing kind of worked out really well sure. where, um, you know, just a lot of pieces fell, fell together when we did that pilot. Um, you know, I, I had run into, I'd gone to the Oxfam banquet that, that Shonda French Collins does with her class and had, uh, talked to Ann Sunberg about their food pantry and was able to, to talk to her about maybe contributing some, some food for that. And so yeah. I think, um, since the beginning, they've given 25 bags, 20 to 25 bags for each food pantry, which goes, which goes mm -hmm. a long way. And then, you know, it's something where, um, Stephanie Glass, um, had worked on trying to come up with a project plan. And I, I, was having, I, I said that I would take over for her when she went to graduate school, and I'd try and make that happen. And, and so with the, with the pilot, it was kind of hard, you know, to create this huge food pantry out of, like, nothing yeah. seemed like a hard, a hard thing to do. And um, she actually came back that December on break, and we were just, you know, shooting... <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, just talking about how how her university had had done it, and and um, and we just settled on, you know, what would be a great idea is we'll just do a pop up, yeah. you know. So so that's what we did is we for that first um, that would have been I guess January twenty twenty, um, we just did a pop up in the entry of the library. And, you know, showed that there really is a need for that and that students would, would come and, and utilize it and, uh, and that it made sense for, for our campus to offer that. And so, yeah, I think, and then we did I, one during COVID too. Um, yeah. Well, we're still in COVID, but we, we ended up doing one in April because we thought, you know, there's still tons of tons of students on campus and yeah. and also off campus. So, and then, yeah, it's really, I mean, it's really grown. It's been, I think, two years about since Kate Pope took over. And um, her and Nate Cronin have been working on it this year. Shelly Freer's working on it while while Kate's on maternity, but um, it's just really grown quite a bit. And so I think that first one that we had, maybe we might have had about 50 students. Um, and now it's not uncommon for them to have 90, 100. And so it's, um, you know, it's, it's just been a pleasure to watch how, how much they've been able to grow that and to reach more and more students. Absolutely. Yeah. Always a good thing. Now, Christine, I know this because I, I follow you on, on social media, but maybe you kind of mentioned the pandemic a little bit. Maybe oh, as sure, a, as, yeah. a, as an offshoot of that, uh, you have some fun. You, you bring in some sunshine to people's days and recreate famous maybe. art pieces. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> or, or at least hopefully, a few chuckles. Hopefully some sunshine. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's... Talk a little bit about that. How did it start? And, you know, what, what, uh, what do you have planned for the future? Are you going to continue? Or... 
uh, well, I, I did some this weekend, so I'm still doing it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think in those, especially in those early days, it was it was so hard to know what we should be doing and what. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's, I can remember crying when I was scanning a lab notebook because I, I thought, like, oh, these, these students were friends and they're not going to see each other again. And, you know, just a lot of weird emotions of how do I channel this into something. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I think there were a few, maybe a uh, museum in, I'm going to say Belgium or the Netherlands had started this, where they just kind of encourage people to recreate the artworks from their museum mm -hmm. because they were closed because of COVID. And I think the Getty and L.A. did this, too. And I thought, you know, that seems interesting. I'm going to try and do this, you know. And uh, I think we thought we'd be out of the pandemic in two weeks or a month. So I thought, you know, I'm just going to commit to doing 30 days of this. Ah, the olden days. Yeah, yeah. the olden days. Um, so, yeah, so I uh, I did 30 days, and then once, um, once about the time when I was getting vaccinated, then I, I thought I'll do, I'll do some every few weeks or so until my brother's vaccinated or until some other people I care about are vaccinated. And then I started it up again with Omicron just because... I don't know. It's kind of a port in the storm, I guess. <laughs> yeah, why not? But, so, so yeah, I've had I've had fun with it, and um, people seem to enjoy it. It's yeah. it's one of those things. Well, you know this. You're a photographer. Not that I'm comparing myself to you, but you know you spend you spend a fair amount of time thinking about a shot and framing it, and and then people sure. people consume it for. Maybe a few seconds or yeah, we hope maybe for a, a few, few minutes. <laughs> in some <laughs> cases, it's a kind of a fast thing. Yeah. But, but uh, as yeah. long as you're having fun with it, too. That's I, yeah, also important. I am. It's, uh, you know, I think it's an interesting way to, I, I really like going to art museums. And obviously, I haven't done that very much lately. And mm -hmm. um, and it's just an interesting way to, to explore art in a different way. And then and then also, it's, it's kind of... Um, just fun to like look at like objects and say, oh, I could use that for this or or think about, you know, just some different framings or you see something and it's like, oh, that looks exactly like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like incorporated in. Yeah. I, uh, I bought a house. Um, I bought my first house, hopefully my last for a while. But <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, I bought a house this fall and um and a few weeks ago, uh, I was I came back from the pool, and there in the morning, and there was just a bird in my house. So somehow I I was able to get a picture of it, and then I I thought about this later, and I was like, oh, that looks a lot like the goldfinch. Yeah. So I'll just I'll just try and crop that and frame it somewhat the same. So, um, yeah, just kind of just a an added dimension of looking at life in a slightly oh, different way. Oh, that's good. You got to have that. Yeah. Something. Do you, what's what are what are a few of your favorites that you've done? Um. So probably um, Goya's Saturn devouring his son. That's a fun one. Um, and then one that I really like that I I'm not sure if if my friends like that much was I did um, one of Rene Magritte's and he's really famous for the Son of Man which is the one with the derby hat and a person with like a Granny Smith apple in front of them. Okay. So I did um, one of his called The Lovers 2 and I like it took me a long time to figure out how to do it because there's two people in it um, but you know people just kind of thought oh yeah she did that. It's like 
Hmm, I spent a lot of time figuring <laughs> out how to like create the illusion of a man here. Yeah. But you know, people thought if it looks effortless, they know what I'm go. doing. Maybe they know what I'm doing. Try to maybe you'll have to try to recreate one that's on CSE's campus. Yeah. Maybe that could be the challenge that we that oh, you yeah. leave this interview with. Maybe. Well, I you mentioned about a month ago you'd like to see a Vermeer. I would. So I I have one in mind. I'm just okay. Okay. I'm just waiting to to get the right pieces together. All right. Here we go. Challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd have to think. I mean, I, how would I do the muses? Three people. How do you do that? Yeah, that'd be hard. Unless you're splicing it together. Yeah, that's true. Ah, uh, no cheating. <laughs> <laughs> One shot. <laughs> yeah, that is the challenge. You know, yeah, I mean, one of the things that really like once I got once I got a tripod, that yeah, not that really changed slid, like the arm's length or anything. Well, because well, I did arm's game. length. It was a game changer. I did arm's length for a long time, or I would try and prop things. Right. But I got a tripod with a oh, yeah. a remote. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Can shoot things more than five feet away. You know, I'm trying to. I, and this is just in my mind. I'm trying to think of CFC's art collection, and there really isn't a ton of portraits. That's yeah. true. Um, but but one that you could do, you just would have to get a pig, is the shot that oh, in yeah, the Hall lobby that a, Dwayne loves. That is one of, I think that is Dwayne's favorite. We'll yeah. have to get him on the Farcast here at some point yeah. and talk about that yeah, piece. It, it's a guy holding a balloon, and there's a pig. And it's on these <laughs> oh, okay. beautiful pastel colors. Yeah, it's and, really pretty. Well, yeah. I mean, I have a balloon, I'm sure. And you just need to find just, a pig. Or you do something. You sub it in. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. It doesn't have to be a pig. Well, my kids have a blow-up donkey that might work. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. They ride it around in the basement. But if we get a snow it. day tomorrow, have Bridger come over. There you go. We'll just do some artworks. That's all good fun. Yeah. So uh, any other hobbies outside of work uh, to share with us? Or other interests, not just hobbies, but you know, uh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, theoretically I like traveling, but who doesn't? Uh I really, I really love the pool that we have here in town, um, especially on days like this. I mean, I, it's so cold this week, I probably won't go to the pool. But, you know, on these, like, cold winter days where it just feels like drudgery and yeah. it's just so nice to go there and it's 80 degrees and humid and, you know, just huge, like, big bright lights. Yeah, yeah, so, nice change of pace. Um, yeah, that's something where I'm really glad that the campus is supporting that and, and that 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 went through because goodness that is that is a wonderful place in town yeah all right christine we've we've reached that point um of the interview where we have questions just first thing that comes to the top of your head oh okay all All right right. there's five of them okay what is a favorite sports team of yours um all right uh all like obviously all the alma maters um, and then the regional ones that we're supposed to like. Okay. But uh, one that I really like, and it's probably partially just because it's a connection to my brother, is I really like Fulham, which is a soccer team mm-hmm. in England. They're first in championship right now, which is just a step below Premier League. Um, but, yeah, my my family and I went to England and some other places in Europe about Five years ago, and so we went to the opening game, Fulham versus Newcastle. Oh, fun. And so, yeah, all of us went to that, so that was a lot of fun. And then uh, I think like four days later we went to another game, um, 
So the first one we went to was at Craven Cottage, and then the other one we went to was at Leyden Orient Stadium, which is it's cool. It's like a, a place that's been there since the 1880s, yeah. and, and uh, I think they're like fifth division or so. Um, but it was, it was fun. It was like we, we, you know, they're not doing so well, so we got front row seats, and then just interesting to be with all these long-suffering <laughs> fans yeah, of, of talking I about. Bet. Yeah, so... So that one, and also Fulham's song is uh, The Clash is London Calling, so Great that's jam. a lot of fun. Yep. But yeah, that's probably the one that would be the most unusual, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's a good experience. First concert you attended? Um, you know, I think it was probably Possum Dixon, um, which was kind of an indie rock band in the 90s or so. Um, that's the first one that I can remember going to like by myself. And then, you know, a lot of my friends in in uh, high school were in bands. So there was pretty a time where I was probably going to like concerts like three to five times a week. Nice. Um, and, you know, just a lot of local concerts or, or um, you know, some national ones. And I can remember going to see Brainiac and there was like a tornado warning. And so we all had to shelter. It was, it was an interesting night. <laughs> so, right. yeah. But yeah. What is, this is a very important one. Okay. What's a favorite kind of breakfast cereal? Uh, As opposed to a dinner cereal or a lunch cereal. Well, those are different, you know. There's snacking cereals and breakfast cereals. You can't have, like, Reese's Puffs for breakfast, but you can have those for, <laughs> for snacking. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Um, yeah, probably grape nuts. I really like grape nuts. Ah, okay. Yeah. Grape nuts on ice cream. Oh, good. yeah. I'm not sure if I've had crunch. that. When I was a kid, I used to eat them just, like, raw. Mm -hmm. And then my mom, it drove her nuts, and she'd try and get me to do milk, and I, I just didn't want to. I like, yeah. And then I, now, now I'll eat it with yogurt. But. That's interesting. I like grape nuts raw, too. Do you? Yeah. 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 I find it very intimidating. I, I just like the crunch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good crunch. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you get kind of weird breath after eating it for a while. But, mm, oh. I guess just make sure you planned out your day accordingly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I think I, I that's need to interesting. pick up some grape nuts. I haven't had them in a while. I, got, I just have Do to, the breath check. <laughs> I eat them raw on the sneak, though, because... Brittany is weird about it too. She's like, "Well, you got to put milk in it." Like, nah, oh, yeah, they're yeah. fine the way they are. Yeah, checking out the teeth. Yeah, there was that big grape nut shortage. Like, I think was it last summer or two summers ago? Hmm. Right now, you can't find saltines. You know this? Uh, I did weird. because my son needed some a few weeks ago. He was a little sick. Yeah, but I found them at Dollar General. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's like the only <laughs> place that has it. I and, should have gone there. And now Grape Nuts and Dollar General's marketing office will be calling us because we've <laughs> talked about their content more than we probably should have. <laughs> oh, no, it's all free advertising. It's, it's all good. Uh, They're so popular, you can't keep them on the shelves. Yeah, They're yeah. so delicious. I don't think we're hurting anything there. How many times have you been to the top of Sea Hill? Uh, gosh, I, you know, I've been on the trails a lot. I think that counts. Not, you don't have to I go to the top. Oh, you yeah, know, as long no. as you're in that vicinity. I think, I think I've been to the top just... once. I'm a little afraid of heights. Mm, um, so there. I think I've only been up there once. I thought, like, I got to get up there. But the trails I've been to a fair amount. But, um, yeah, I'm a little worried about falling off into a canyon. Yeah, yeah. So. And there are some steep parts up there. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a valid concern. Yeah, I went over to Fort Robinson a few years ago, and I went up to one of the, the things, and I was like, ah. Oh. 
Yeah. I probably should have told people where I was going. Those are high. Um, yeah, and then I saw like a mountain lion paw oh, print, no. and okay. I was like, okay, okay, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, in the back country. Oh, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go home. <laughs> this was probably a bad idea, but. Well, um, last but not least, Christine, what's your best advice for someone doing research? Uh, I would say be patient. I think. Um, I think research is very much a journey, and uh, for one thing, I think you have to be able to incorporate any information that you find and kind of synthesize it and think of how that would support or negate your conceptions. But also, I think, um, you know, we're kind of used to instantaneous answers, and research generally isn't like that. I mean, occasionally you can get that answer right away, but to really do, like, in-depth research, you need to give yourself time. And, um, and I think also, you know, with Google and with other things, you're pretty used to like, especially if you're just looking for a quick fact, you're going to get that right away. But if you're doing research and you're trying to like come up with an answer to a question, then be patient, give yourself time, I would say. And so basically don't procrastinate. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also just don't get frustrated. Yeah, sure. Just don't get frustrated. Um, and don't think that you're on, alone in that. I think sometimes people can get frustrated and think, why am I not getting this right away? And it's just, it takes practice, and it also is a lot of trial and error. Mm-hmm. It's probably not just going to be that first that first hit that you get. You might have to go down to the 10th or 11th. Great advice. Down the rabbit hole. So for any yeah. students watching, you're going to want to check in at the library, ask for Christine, or who else Who else should they ask for at the library? I mean, you know, there's always going to be someone there that can help. Um, the other other librarians are Sean and Pam, but, you know, there's lots of part-timers too, student yeah. workers, so, um, you know, come in and talk to any of us. All good people. Yeah, yeah we perfect. try to be. Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you, Christine. So yeah. much fun talking to you. And Thanks really, for having me. Really appreciate you joining us. Yeah. Thank you.